you ever feel like you just need a break? You need to unplug? The fast-paced world that we're living in, that you're living in, is sometimes all-consuming and you just want to step off the hamster wheel and refresh and rejuvenate your soul, your mind, your body. Well, that's what we're going to talk about in this episode of Equipped to Be. In this edition of Equipped to Be, we're going to talk about unplugging, taking a break. It's okay. Sometimes we need permission, don't we? We get to the sign where everyone can see it. Our kids, our spouse, our friends, our coworkers, they can see that we're just running so fast and we need a break. And sometimes we just need that permission, but sometimes we need to pay attention to the signs. Are you tired constantly? Are you having a hard time focusing? Maybe the stress is just becoming all-consuming. Are you irritable? Do you see your productivity decreasing? (laughs) Or maybe you're neglecting to take care of yourself, going for a walk or exercising, or even just having a few minutes alone to think thoughts, original thoughts, without something going in the background or scrolling through social media. Those are some of the signs that, you know, if you answered yes to any of them, that might be where you are. And as we come up on this time of year, this season, it's a great time to ask yourself, am I showing signs? Are the wheels on the bus in my life starting to come off or get a little shaky? What do you do? How do you recognize those signs? And is it okay? Do you need permission? If you do, I'm going to give it to you right now. It's okay to take a break. We all need it. We all very much need to step away from the things and the cares of life that constantly consume us so that we can focus on our family and our relationships, our relationship with the Lord, our relationship with our kids, our spouse. You know, it's funny, this season of life for me has been very stressful. And I asked the Lord specifically, I could tell I needed to just unplug and to slow it way down. And it was funny because a friend of mine, you remember, we give signs of our how we're doing. It kind of leaks out. What's going on on the inside comes out and shows on the outside. And I had a friend who reached out to me via social media and said, hey, are you okay? And I thought, oh, no, somebody could see it. You know, we can't hide what's really going on inside us. We can put on a great mask and a great face and, and keep going and pushing, but eventually that fatigue, that lack of productivity, that lack of focus, the stress starts to show because we can get irritable with people that we love the most. And that is not an age-related thing. Our culture is geared so fast. Something's always vying for your attention. And we don't want that to be the case because we have to have time for thought. We have to have time for reflection and contemplating bigger things, contemplating the small things, identifying those special moments that take your breath away. And if you can't remember the last moment that took your breath away, I'm going to encourage you to kind of think more intently. It's a verse that I have been focused on now for a while. It's Hebrews 2, 1 where God says, pay much closer attention to the things you've heard, lest you drift away. 
Now, in context, it's talking about drifting away from the Lord. But I'm telling you, if you're going so fast, you're drifting. You're drifting from the Lord. You're drifting from your family. You're drifting from yourself. What do we do? Let's just cover a few points that you can apply right away. As you're sitting, and I just want you to think about these. And when they resonate with you, I want you to write it down and then take it to the Lord. And one of the ways when we do decide that we need to take a break is we've got to schedule them. I remember in different seasons of my life, I had to schedule breaks differently. When I had babies, I would use a mom's day out or I would get a babysitter or I would ask my mom if she could help with the kids or my husband, Tom, would help with the children so that I could just get a break, whether it was a girl's getaway or whether it was just time for me. But I had to schedule them. As the kids got older and more independent, they could do more for themselves. Then I was able to schedule breaks according to like their calendar, their schedule, maybe what sport they were going to get a break from that I wouldn't be carpooling and shuttling kids from. But the goal of planning a regular break gives you something to look forward to. Do you ever just notice that it's kind of like a child? The anticipation of something coming gets you all excited. I know in five weeks, I'm going to get a break. Or I know in, the, in a month or two months or three months, we're going to do something really fun and I'm going to unplug from everything that is my normal routine of life. But stepping away gives you time to recharge. Have you set any time for a break or are you full steam ahead? Another important part is detoxing from social media. The digital detox is what I call it. It designates a specific period of time, maybe just a week, maybe it's a month, maybe it's taking the app off your phone so when you're idle, you can't immediately open that app and scroll. You can sit with your thoughts. You can meditate, you can pray, you can, you can get focused on something specific that you know you need to, to work through, you need to talk about something with someone. All of those take time. And when we take a digital detox, which is something I had been doing for a while, every time I wanted to say something, God just put a guard across my mouth and I couldn't. And I'm like, I am listening. Like Hebrews 2. Hey much closer attention to the things you've heard, lest you drift away. I knew I really wanted to make sure I was spending more time with the Lord. I was working on a project and I needed to know what he wanted me to do. And so I had to listen to the whispers. I had to pay attention carefully and closely. And that required being away from all the things that occupy my mind, my time. I had to put parameters around that. I had to set those boundaries, which is the third point. I had to set boundaries for me, for my kids, for my grandbabies. I just had to set some clear boundaries. These are the days that I will do this. These are the days I will do this. These are the things I won't do for a while. The other thing I had to do, and that's very much needed, is sleep. I was doing a segment for a media company, and I realized uh, it was about sleep and how young people, one out of three kids, are just sleep deprived. Well, then I read another article in my research uh, about uh, adults who are also sleep deprived. Why? We're burning the midnight oil. 
We're staying up late with our teens or adult kids. We're getting up early with our little ones. We're trying to fit in time for things that are really, they really are important, time with our parents, time with our spouse. And so we're not logging eight hours of sleep. And I will tell you, a lot of the articles I read were about people that were adults who were operating on three to four hours of sleep a night. And I have to confess, that was me. That was me for over 10 years, three to four hours of sleep. And my body got so used to just operating on three to four hours, I didn't realize how much of a fog I was in. I didn't realize how sleep deprived I was until I started saying, okay, for this life to work, I have to get more sleep. And so do you. So it takes making a priority. And we've talked before about having a routine and a rhythm at the end of the night and in the morning, like planning the night before for your morning. Well, that's great if your kids know what your schedule is and they all cooperate. But how many times does that happen? I recently had a conversation with a young mom and we were talking about how I typically get up between five and six in the morning. And for years, it would be between four and five because I had to get things that were important to me done before the kids woke up. But when you understand your need for a break and what you can do, the signs, like I said earlier in the podcast, the signs that contribute to your lack of being able to really function optimally, and then what you can do when you recognize those signs. Remember what I said, when the wheels start coming off the bus, others around you are going to see. You may not see it, but others will. You want to ask. You want to ask those that are closest to you and give them permission to give you an honest answer. When you need a break, you need to find something to spend some time on, which could be a hobby. Maybe you're a crafter or you're into music or uh, walking or exercising. Whatever that hobby is, you've got to engage in it. And if you're pushing too hard, too fast, too long, that's going to go by the wayside. But you need to reconnect with those things that you enjoy doing. I've never been one that's like, what brings you joy? And I realized that in my season of taking a break of the last few months, yes, the podcast has been going and I've been producing that, but I pulled back from a lot of other things. I just said, no, no, not now, not, not ever, but no, not now. Is there some things that you need to be saying? No, not now. I need a break. I need to pull back. I need to realign the values that are most important to me. You've got to get some emotional connection with people. And if you are the kind that you, that's part of the problem. You're always on the go. You're always running. You're always engaging with other people. You may need to step back from that. And if part of what you do is working in isolation and you're not with people, you're not engaging with people because the type of work that you do or the demands of your kids keep you from engaging with others, whichever category you find yourself in, you need to do the opposite. If you are isolated, you need to find a way to connect with others. Serve somewhere. Serve someone. And if you're always serving, you need to step back and say, no, not right now. I'm going to take some time off. Guess what? Someone will fill that vacuum. And if they don't, then that's okay. That doesn't mean the world will fall apart. Spend time in your break for just meditation, for journaling. To think about what's stirring in your heart, 
What do you need to focus on with your kids, with your marriage, with the relationships of those around you that you really care about? Calm your mind. Find ways to calm your mind. When I said I get like three to four hours of sleep a night, how many times do you have a hard time going to sleep because your brain just doesn't turn off? You got to deal with this child. You got to finish a conversation with that child. You got to sign up for this. You need to register for that. You need to buy these things. You need to make these lists. It's endless and it is rinse repeat. It's always every night. Find a way, a practice of meditation, of, of thinking. Maybe it's taking a hot bath. Maybe it's listening to, to calming music. Maybe it's listening to an audiobook that isn't self-development or isn't about how to parent or isn't about how to do the next thing, but it's truly just something that's somewhat mindless. Just makes your mind get the thoughts off of all those things that keep you racing and keep you up at night. Or maybe you wake up in the middle of the night with this thought of, oh, I got to do all these things. Yes, you do. And my remedy to that is put a journal, put a notepad by your bed. And as you're laying down, when you first lay down and all those thoughts that come into your mind, write them down on the paper. That way you can get them out of your brain onto a piece of paper. You're not relying on if you're going to forget or not, because chances are you will forget. Just jot them down and then you can download that on the paper and it'll be there in the morning. And if you wake up in the middle of the night, I'm just going to encourage you, don't pick up your phone and start scrolling. Just grab a notepad, go to the bathroom, go somewhere in your house, and just kind of write those things down and settle your mind back down. I find really focusing on prayer and praying for the things that I am most concerned about and giving it to the Lord is very productive in settling your mind down. You don't have to worry about a child. You don't have to worry about money, finances, the turmoil in the world. You don't have to worry about any of that because you're giving it over to the Lord. When we take those breaks, when we unplug from the very busy, crazy world, things start to ignite in your home. Ideas start to pop into your brain. And I don't mean the ideas that keep your brain rushing and racing throughout the day because you're just trying to keep up. I mean, it gives you time to truly delight in your family and make special memories, and do fun activities that are outside of the normal. It's good for your mental and your emotional well-being. We hear this all the time. I hear from several of you, and, and please know, if this is you, if any of this resonates with you, send us an email. You can send us an email at connie at connieoppers.com, and let me know what it is that you're struggling with, and I will pray with you. I will pray over you. I will pray for you because this life can get us caught up into this rat race of going, going, going. And then we blink and a year is over. We don't want to be that way. But if you identify that you need breaks, you need to reconnect with yourself. You need to reconnect with the Lord lest you drift away. You've got to pay very close attention because the world and the ways of the world, especially with online and digital technology, Guess what? It's designed to keep you your focus off of the things that really matter most. They also keep you very discontent because you see what everybody else is doing. You see everyone's highlight reels and it makes you feel less than. But when you schedule yourself a break because you realize these things are consuming me and I'm just going to list those for you again. 
the fatigue, just always being tired, your body, your mind, your soul. Even after a full night's sleep, you wake up and you're still tired. You're lacking focus. Your mind is all over the place, racing from this to that to the other thing. Your stress just keeps getting greater and more intense. Worried about finances, worried about the cares of the world, worried about what's happening around the world, uh, worrying about what's impacting your kids or will impact your children, the stress of it all. Or just you find yourself just snapping at your kids or spouse or your colleagues and coworkers. Remember, and the other one was you just have a decreased productivity. If you don't take time and you take a break to recharge, you're going to deplete yourself. And then you're really not much good. You can't be producing 100 capacity all the time without a break. Your body will crash. Your mind will crash. And you can't forget to take care of yourself. You can't forget the importance of just slowing it down for a little. When you start to listen to your body and your mind, and you start seeing some of these signs, don't hesitate to step back and recharge. I know the world will continue, but you will be better when you do this so that you can step back in ready to go at maybe a different pace and a different season, but it'll give you a fresh perspective. God will give you new direction. He'll bring things to your attention that you need to focus on. It'll help you realign what really matters and what's so important. So as we get ready for this season of the year, change is happening. Changes in the world, changes in your family, changes in the culture. That's going to continue. But we want you to be equipped to handle all that God has for you to be able to adjust and pivot and run and slow down and to rest and walk, the Lord will give you exactly what you need. But you got to pay attention to the sign. you got to listen to your body, listen to your family, recalibrate, and then re-enter. So grateful that you always tune in to Equip to Be. If you haven't subscribed to our email list, make sure you do at ConnieOppers.com. I send a weekly email and that'll give you the show notes. That'll give you like early access to the podcast. So I'll list these points for you to reference. Take them to the Lord, consider them, ponder them. You are equipped to be a doer of God's word. God has given you all that is before you to manage with great precision and skill. And he will give you what you need, but you have to take some steps to be able to take those breaks and recalibrate and reset and then go. Thanks for joining us on Equipped to Be. We'll see you next week. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.